Hello, and welcome to the Mill Creek View CEO Special with me, your host, Steve Abramowitz, where I interview the best business people and entrepreneurs. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mill Creek View CEO Special where we always interview somebody who is into an interesting business that you probably wouldn't have heard of otherwise, but you're going to hear a lot about this one going forward. Think of Pokemon Go, but instead of hunting for Pokemon, you're hunting for swag. Get the coolest and latest swag from the brands you already love because, honestly, who doesn't love a great deal? Swagger, S-W-A-G apostrophe R, is the leading augmented reality platform for instant brand activation at live events. The Swagger content delivery platform uses AR, gamification, promotional content, and targeted geolocation technologies to drive unprecedented fan engagement with national, regional, and local brands by delivering any manner of branded content in gamified ways across live event maps. Swagger consistently outperforms legacy advertising channels while adding a whole new layer of fun and value to users. <clears throat> Greg is Swagger's fearless mission man and top dog. As the founder of Swagger, he guides the big picture vision of the company. He keeps the team running smoothly and provides this great group of people. His overall creative drive and excitement. He is also the company's cheerleader, injecting massive passion and fun into daily operations. Mr. William, Mr. Williams, Greg Williams, founder and CEO, started his startup journey at the age of 24 as the co-founder and vice president for ShopperBox, a smart parcel and e-commerce delivery platform ahead of its time. Think Amazon Locker launches in 2011 and now serves over 2,000 locations in 50 plus cities. Mr. Williams was responsible for the overall business development and fundraising. While at ShopBox, ShopperBox, the company went through two major rounds of financing and had several partnerships in the e-commerce and parcel delivery industries. The company exited its patent portfolio in late 2002 to Amazon. In addition to being the brainchild behind Swagger, Greg founded and continues to operate Pontifex LLX. Pontifex LLX is a private commercial real estate lending firm, giving him unique insights into the world of real estate and the opportunities to open for Swagger. George Apospirus is very good. Thank you. Is the acting CEO. George is a tech executive, founder, and consultant where he specializes in consulting for growth companies and nonprofits in a wide range of sectors on marketing strategy and business development. George was formerly founding vice president of a little business development company called Amazon, where he architected Amazon's portal distribution strategy, led strategic partnerships, and was instrumental in Amazon's growth from 300,000 to 11 million customers in 24 months. He served as Chief Strategy Officer at Priceline Webhouse Club, a company created by Priceline founder Jay Walker to bring Priceline's Name Your Own Price concept to groceries. He has consulted for a wide range of companies and organizations from Starbucks and Rodell Press to, you may have heard of, the NFL Players Association. He is currently an advisor to the Coalition of Rainforest Nations, creator of the Red R-E-D-D Plus, Reducing Emissions from Deforestation and Deregulation Mechanism Enshrined in Article 5 of the Paris Agreement to Create Global Financial Incentives for Rainforest Preservations and Rainforest Nations. So that is a mouthful, but I was talking about two wonderful people in one, so bear with me and I'm sorry. But welcome, George. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. 
Steve, thanks a lot. How are you? I'm doing great, and I'm so thankful that you took your time to come into the studio or come on the show with me today and tell us all about this amazing company and technology, Swagger. Um, why don't we start there? Tell us how you found your way to Swagger. Um, great place to start at the beginning. Uh, sure. Do you want me to? I, I feel I should just say that the reason I'm speaking instead of our illustrious founder is simply that he's got some had some medical stuff and he's just had not uh, an operation, so he can't join today. So I'm standing in. Um, I found my way to Swagger. Um, well, it was it was a while ago, many years. It was years ago. Greg had been developing the concept and had done some focus groups and had a. a I don't know if you would call it a prototype. Actually, it was a working app, and he wanted me to see it. We were introduced by someone, mutual uh, connection on the board, and um, and um, I I was supposed to try the app, but I I was on my way to a meeting downtown DC. I live in the DC area, so when I got off the metro, I had allotted about 15, 20 minutes to try the app in Farragut Square Park. And um, I don't know how familiar you are with DC, pretty central little park. And I got out and it was pouring, pouring rain. And I look at my app and it's got these little uh, um, points of interest or, or uh, uh, sort of banners, pins, we call them now, but on the map. And, and as I would get close to one of them, it would let me know how close I was getting. And I knew that there were rewards if I grabbed the pin. So what was remarkable to me is I've really, I found it sufficiently engaging that I did the whole map, even in the pouring rain. And I'm like, you know, this guy's got something. <laughs> if, I, if, I have it, if I find it engaging enough to do in the rain, he's got something. And I called him and told him that. And so then we started, I started getting involved with the company. That's a great way to find something that you like. So tell us, yep. for those who are not um, seeing this on video, yes explain the experience on the app. Tell them what they would sure. see in Swagger, why they would even have a Swagger app and what it can do for them. And if more importantly, what it can do for advertisers. Right. So the um, while the description that you read is I kept mentioning live events, and while we have done some live events, some major ones, uh, NASCAR, Coca-Cola 500, and some others, we're really targeting college campuses. And... Um, we uh, we're going to be rolling out back to school this fall, um, and the the app simply you download the Swagger app. It has an avatar on it and a map. The map is empty unless we have populated it with um, offers. These are deals, discounts, offers, um, free tacos, forty five percent off. Uh, you know, uh, basketball shoes. Uh, name brand basketball shoes, um, you, uh, all kinds of different stuff that uh, college students might find useful and beneficial. And they're spread out. Uh, they're, they're, they're marked by brand icons that are 3D icons on the map, which you then travel to. You walk and go and grab them by uh, getting close to them. When you get close to them, a window pops up on the app, says, you want to grab this swag? And if you do, then you grab it and you put it in a swag bag and then you can redeem it. Whether that involves going in store, going to a website, just showing up at the campus um, food location and flashing uh, uh, a barcode or a QR code. You know, there, there are a number of ways in which you can get redemption. And for um, 
we've tested this at a number of campuses around the country and the response has been really awesome how many I campuses mean, i would say a couple dozen probably a couple different parts yeah um originally down a little bit in south southern california we didn't do we then did an extended test at arizona state university and then we tested a, a cluster of schools around um uh um boston including harvard and bu and um just the pickup was really strong one of the things that we found is we got to very high penetration over a third of the student population with basically no advertising so very popular so apps out there of course would be uber or lyft and mm -hmm. hub and whatnot and when you order something you can see or even just a wave where you see the map of where you are and where you're going right you play on that uh technology obviously because you own the real estate of the college campus or I believe there's a Live Nation connection as well. So when they do a festival or a concert, maybe there's some connection to the stadium so people can walk around and pick up digital swag, uh, not tokens, but uh, icons uh, at a at a event. Right. So we, we did have, we didn't have a lot of discussions with Live Nation and we do have a relationship with them. But right now uh, we are focused on the college campuses. And, and the, the beautiful thing about Swagger is we take advantage of the nature of augmented reality. So there's a physical map. There's a place where people are traveling physically outside of their room, right? Their dorm room. And they have to do that to see the swag or see the pin. And the pin is visible only through the app. Okay, so now you have a layer of reality on what we call the digital real estate or a layer of digital reality, if you were on the digital real estate, it's another layer on top of the physical uh, map. And we can put it anywhere in the school. We could go, for example, on UCLA and, um, and put on Bruin Walkway. We could put it at the Rose Bowl, at the entrance to the Rose Bowl for USC. And for all of these, we can do it without having a deal with the university. So they, don't, need they don't own their digital real estate? No, no, they don't. And in fact, if you think about it, that's true of any map, really. An app creates another layer of interaction. It's not, but this idea of specifically targeting universities, which have these multi-million dollar high friction points to access and get to their student body and democratizing it by making it really simple to reach students through our digital platform means that we can price uh, for, we can offer something to brands that is much less expensive and also much more effective. We've had tremendous KPIs, if you're familiar with that term. No, please. Sure, it's key performance indicators. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's shorthand for the key metrics of any business um, in an entrepreneurial ecosystem. And so here, the key, some of the key metrics would be okay. What percent of the users grab something? Okay, uh, that percentage is over thirty-five percent. Wow. That's way, way, way beyond. It's really effectively a click-through rate, and that's way beyond any click-through rate you would get on Google search and beyond click-throughs you would get on a lot of Facebook ads. I would and think then, that you would have the opportunity to say based on time and, and position that this, yeah. this spot on the UCLA campus or the USC campus where the, mm -hmm. the quad is you or mm -hmm. Harvard, they, yep. they all have yep. you could say this spot is more valuable to the retailer than say way over here in the corner where maybe you know the the yoga team meets i think that's a very good point and we could that's smart and in the future 
we may do that. To, to begin with, we've decided to um, democratize the access to the, the, the spots by rotating, giving every advertiser a participation in, we will rotate all the pins. So everyone gets, every advertiser will get to uh, participate in, you know, the high spot, the high traffic locations. But you're right, in the future, we probably could. And what kind of partnerships uh, can we talk about? Because obviously an app that had, you know, uh, a local chiropractor or, or um, you know, right. food supplement company. Well, actually, that would be kind of huge. What kind of partners do yeah. you have? So we have, um, so far, um, we have, uh, the ones I can talk about, we have Merrill, out, the outdoor uh, company and, and footwear company has been uh, our premier initial sponsor. And we have, um, they've been great to work with and they're offering, a, we want and try to get great exclusive offers for our platform. And so um, they have an uh, initial offer, which will be only available to Swagger users, like 45% off their latest trail shoes, which are really cool shoes. And, um, and then uh, their entire first purchase. So it'll go to a, um, a website where you enter a code, the Merrill website, you enter a promo code and be able to get that. Now, in addition to that, we have conversations going with a number of other sponsors and we've just brought on um, someone who's really, really uh, got a great track record in this. Her name is Kara House. Um, she uh, helped create a company or in the United start a company in the United States called Student Beans. Um, and she also has a company called Brand Partnerships interestingly enough, which matches advertisers and brands. And so we're building a book of advertisers who will sign on, try it, but it's a mix of big name brands. And we're talking to people like, and have talked to people like Subaru and Pepsi, Red Bull. They're not signed yet, but we have conversations going on. And then um, as well as uh, startup brands that are of particular interest. Sure. To, to college students. And there are a lot of really interesting companies that have great products that are coming on and we give them a way to participate too. If they don't have a lot of money, we can do revenue share deals with them. So the individual so, with a cell phone, and I guess mm -hmm. you would probably be on the uh, app store for both uh, iTunes or uh, Apple and yes, Google. Exactly. They, mm -hmm. they open the app, they walk around like they would anyway from class to class or wherever they're going, yep. and they will see an image of the Merrill logo or the Taco Bell logo or whoever the case may be. Right. And they right. grab that if they want it. And then two hours later at lunchtime, they go to Taco Bell and they redeem their item and that's that's the gig that's it right and they got a free taco or whatever it was right that's right okay yep it's so it's a simple concept but it's fun yes and there are a lot of the gamification extensions that you can do you know we can have limits on offers so that for example um we gave away 100 free tacos on one campus and um all the, the 100 talk free tacos went very quickly people kept coming to try to grab the pin and then found that we had no more offers but when we went to check out the response and compared it to the business at the Paco location, which was, uh, you know, one of the uh, Aramark food locations on the campus, there were hundreds of people there. So even people who didn't get a free taco were like, you know what, taco sounds good. Let's go ahead and buy a taco. <laughs> That's right. And I had heard that the, uh, the Uber app, as well as the Lyft app, if you're taking a ride, if it knows mm -hmm. that you're anywhere near one of those type of uh, markets, it will tell you. So if, you're, yes. if your destination is near a taco time, it will say, hey, have you thought of taco time lately? And you just might say subliminally, I think I need a taco. So that's, that's right. fantastic. 
So um, let's ask about the, obviously if you're targeting college campuses in the last two years, college campuses went through a unbelievable amount of um, change or turmoil because they were- We were on hold. They were all- Yeah, the pen- we were on hold during the, yeah, exactly. During the, um, the pandemic, we had to wait. We had, uh, we had a lot of uh, momentum going into the pandemic and unfortunately it was dissipated by the two years of inaction. You know, you just, people weren't congregating in public. And was it a right? blessing in disguise? Did it give you the opportunity to work on your IT or your um, your technology behind the scenes when you couldn't be actually at the market? You could actually be working on the product in R&D? That's a great question, Steve. And actually, that's exactly right. Yes, in that intervening time period, that's what we did. We, we made the product better. Uh, it's much cooler now. It's a, it's a really a wow experience. People really love it. And we also, um, became, uh, development partners with Niantic Labs, which is the company that created Pokemon Go. And they're big supporters of what we're doing. And so that means we are getting access to their latest technology from their development subsidiary, Lightship, um, as a developer partner. And we're really excited about that because they're developing some really cool stuff. And our app is a tremendous way to showcase a lot of that stuff. We can't talk about it yet, but there's some really cool things coming forward. Now, when I called Greg, who I've known for many years, and I guess full yes. disclosure, um, I've, I've worked a little bit with Swagger behind the scenes in terms of employment and um, uh, making connections. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Nothing yep. financially uh, compromising or, or just mm-hmm. I'm not conflicted. <laughs> but he was on his way to a uh, music festival in Los Angeles, a very famous one that also was on hold during COVID, but this year came back. Is, is there anything um, interesting that came The report from it? He, well, I guess, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying that's how I connected with him again to say, would you like to come on the show? And uh-huh. he was saying, when I get back from there, I will uh, tell you all about it. And he did. And here we are today with you. Um, did anything fruitful come out from the experiment at the festival, not the right. college campus, that is going to help your company going forward from new business? Well, I think it was very, it was useful, but uh, it's, so the the event was Coachella and we had a, um, and uh, had, and still have a relationship with one of the uh, premier camping areas called Area uh, 51, I think it's called. Um, And, um, and unfortunately, well, we got a lot of, we had, uh, advertisers ready to test and we, were, we started to promote the downloads. We had a little problem because Greg's, uh, the, the, um, condition for which he's just gotten surgery yesterday, uh, or two days ago, um, really surfaced and he, he wasn't able, we weren't, we were more worried about Greg. We couldn't really fully go into it. Despite this, we got several thousand downloads and um and we got a lot of buzz so and we also got helpful feedback from users on some design features that we have already taken action on so that was good actually coming after that we did um this is not a you may not know about this but we did a a a nice event we sponsored a really cool event in los angeles that was um uh scheduled coincide with and included a lot of people from the Milken conference, which is a major event that's held in LA every year yeah. by Mike Milken. I was, and I, was it, I attended that in 1999. He's been doing Wow. Yep. Wow. Okay. So I can imagine, right. That's cool. It's probably grown quite a lot since then, huh? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, we um, so the event was called uh, Night of the Dragons, and it was um, in conjunction. It was held by a group called Creativo, and what they do is is create really interesting events fusing art and kind of um, invent, uh, new companies that are doing interesting things and pitching investments. So we uh, the art was a, a group of Asian American artists called Share Your Asian Story. There was some beautiful art available for sale, and there were a lot of people who um, to whom we pitched Swagger and got a lot of great contacts out of, which was helpful to our fundraising, which we're in the process of doing. So I could see um, this being a huge, huge popular app in Japan because of the animation that you provide yeah. on the app, and the, the better it keeps getting better. Um, what has been the response? Good point. Yeah. What has been mm -hmm. the response? Korea as well, South Korea. What would be, uh, or what has been the industry response at industry conferences when they finally get to look at you and hear the story for the first time? Have you been doing that? We haven't done a lot of industry conferences. We're really focused on just uh, doing outreach to investors, getting uh, the money together that we need, and building our operations and focusing on the, building the best product. Well, let's, you know, talk about, so, let's talk about yeah. that then. Let's talk about your money raising since you are a sure. startup and then business is yep. money and then yep. we, we like that here. So tell us how yes. that's going and what your uh, target market is for investors. Well, I think our target market is, um, it's been going pretty well, but we need to reach a wider audience, which is why we co-sponsored this event and helped us extend, ex extend our audience. And um, our target market is, is uh, accredited investors, but those who are interested particularly in um, uh, would appreci appreciate companies that while startup are are kind of, we're unusually positioned in the startup market and we need people who will understand that. Unusually positioned because usually a startup is raising money to say, hey, we've got an idea and we need to build a product. Okay, We've done that. We have a product. The product build out and the testing and the metrics, all of that has been financed by, you know, our mutual friend Greg, who has uh, put in a substantial amount of money personally. So that has de-risked the venture quite a lot. Um, obviously, you still have to prove product market fit in terms of pricing and advertisers and what they'll pay. But I think that we're in a, a we're trying to. What we need to put together now is either you would call it either a late seed round or a uh, series A round of around two and a half million. And um, and we've been talking to a number of investors and angel groups. So I would say that in particular, our target would be high net worth or reasonably high net worth angel investor uh, types who can write checks for $50,000, um, $100,000 or more. And, um, funds that are interested in that space. But I think uh, we like talking to the individual angel investors more, I think, because they seem to appreciate it. We're a little bit more that we de-risked the situation and they're willing to acknowledge that it could really grow quickly. And to be clear, it is not just the two schools you named. You can put this app into effect anywhere on earth with your digital real Thank you. That's right. This is what we're doing is we want to launch exactly right. And that's a, a very good point. I haven't spoken about the market market size there. So in the US, there are over 5,000, uh, the market for colleges and universities is over 5,000 locations. Um, of these, you know, the heaviest uh, population concentration is in the top 2,500 
let's say, we're starting with 12 schools, but we quickly, we will quickly be expanding to 100 schools because, and then beyond that to 500 and a thousand, because we have a very low marginal cost to go to another school. Okay. So what you're looking at is, uh, really a platform that's very extensible, low marginal cost to expand, can expand quickly and has high margins. It's a really good business model. I think That's okay. in a lot of ways. And so if you're interested in finding out more about the model or talking about it or talking to us about it, we would be happy to do that. Please go to www.gotswagger.com and you'll find at that site, go to um, contact us or about us. You can see the executive team and you can please send us an inquiry and we will be in touch with you to chat further, send you our deck and whatever conversation you'd like to get involved in. So, and please, what, yeah, go ahead, Steve. So George, we are at the end of our time here, but I'd really like you, if you would, maybe for the last 60 seconds, just tell us about your team. You have some really amazing professionals on, on the company. Thank you. Yes, we do. So thank you. You shared my background. I, I'm uh, an early Amazon and Priceline web house exec. Um, we have uh, our controller is Marsha Stillwell, and she was early at Nike and was the controller for Nike from when it was very small, there were 50 people to um, 15 years later, uh, where she was offered the CFO job and decided she didn't want to take it. Um, and so we've got that level of growth experience. Um, and we have a very talented, I mentioned Kara House, who's extremely talented on the brand side. We've got um, um, Kevin Kajetze, who is a, a millennial, much closer to the Gen Z demographic that we're going after, um, who's our, who we've named as president. And we, he's, uh, his real estate, his background is in primarily real estate business, but he did have, did found a tech startup, uh, uh, that he sold at a very, you know, decent price and had a good exit. And so we've got, I think, a great combination of people who have got entrepreneurial experience to understand this market, um, and can really execute to enable it to grow quickly. And the key with something like this is actually building it so that it can scale quickly. And for that, that's, uh, you have to be very conscious of the product side and the back end. And, uh, our CTO who's outboard is Ben Strachney and he's, he's been building the product from the beginning. So, um, we use some outboard, uh, development, but it's a very good team, I think, and cohesive. Yeah. So I think all the pieces are in place for this to really move. Me too. And I'm a big fan of Swagger and a big fan of Greg. And I want to wish him a speedy recovery and all the best. I do know what you are talking about and what he's going through. And I'm praying for him. And uh, and I'm actually praying for Swagger to to explode onto the market. So oh, thank you so much. That's very kind. Thank you, Steve. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Take care. Welcome back to my book of the day segment where I talk about a book that I think you would benefit from reading. Why not? Periodization, 12 Weeks to Breakthrough, A Guide to Creating Results Through Focus, Commitment, and Accountability in Paperback by Brian P. Moran. Periodization is a process forged in the field of sports used by world-class athletes such as Lance Armstrong and transformed from business and the financial services industry by strategic breakthroughs. Read this book and get started today and begin experiencing greater results for yourself and your firm. Brian Moran, president of the founder of the 12-week year, has 30 years of experience as a corporate executive, entrepreneur, consultant, and coach. 
His background as a corporate executive combined with his experience as an entrepreneur positions him with a unique skill set to help individuals and organizations grow and prosper. Brian is a recognized expert in the field of leadership and execution. His realization that most people don't lack ideas but struggle with effective implementation led him to the development of the 12-week year. In addition to his book, Brian has been published in many of the leading businesses, journals, and magazines. He is a sought-after speaker, educating and inspiring thousands each year. Brian lives in Michigan with his wife, Judy, and their two daughters. Thank you very much for listening. If you like what you hear here, please tune in to the Mill Creek View Stable of Podcast, Tennessee and Washington, soon to roll out in other states. And again, thanks for listening.